good Monday morning. I've still been pondering our conversation from the last couple weeks. Um, I just have to pay attention when I can't get away from something. And you know when you have those moments that you say something and you just kind of feel this something inside of you that just doesn't feel right and you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't said that that way or done that that way or um, maybe you're watching something on television and you just know you kind of shouldn't be watching it and you just feel something inside of you. It's kind of like it grips. Well, I had a thought one day um, because the Holy Spirit, who we often talk about in this ethereal way, like, ooh, it's a spirit, uh, is a person. It's the third person of the Godhead. It's God in spirit form living on the inside of us. And a few years back, I was thinking about this passage that I just want to share with you this morning for you just to ponder this week on grieving the Holy Spirit. And it was almost like I'm such a visual person. Like the Lord gave me a picture. You know, when we come to Christ, the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us. He's the seal. He's the, he's the title deed that says it's done. We are Jesus's and he seals us and he comes to live inside of us. And I thought it's almost like when we do those things, it's like I can see the Holy Spirit who lives in the center of my heart kind of curling up like he's grieved. Like the words that spewed out of my mouth hurt him or the music that I listened to, he didn't want to hear, or what I was watching on TV, he didn't want to partake in. And so he was grieved. And I think often we forget as believers that whatever we are partaking in, whatever we're allowing our heart to be a part of, whether it's our angry words or our um, unforgiving spirit or um, the lust of our flesh or the lust of our eyes, our envy, the pride of our heart, that he's grieved. And it's almost like I can feel him in me in those moments when I know that I've grieved him. Like he's just saying, I don't want to be a part of that. Like he's bending low in a posture of grief. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to grieve him. I don't want the things of my heart and my life to bring him pain or sorrow. Because he's good. He's the seal. He's the deposit in me. And so it brought me to this passage in Ephesians 5 that I just wanted to read over you today and let you... Um, wrestle with in your own heart and your own life. It's Ephesians 5 and
I'll just start with verse 20. It's, it's listing all these things. You can go through and read it. It's actually Ephesians 4. Forgive me. I'm looking at number 5. And it's talking about these different paths of sin. It says, but this is not the path of the anointed one or the believer, the one who's been sealed, which you have learned. If you've heard Jesus and have been taught by him according to the truth that is in him, then you know to take off your former way of life. That means the way we lived before Jesus should not be the way we live after we come to know Jesus. The things, the way we used to act, the lack of the fruit of the Spirit should not be the way that we act today. We should be showing the fruit of the Spirit, love and joy and peace and goodness and kindness and gentleness and self-control and patience. All of those should be active in our life. But also should, and I keep going back to this, I guess because it's just sticking with me and feels like we're missing this somehow, that we've just allowed culture to creep into such a measure that we don't even realize the, um, the place that we've given it or the impact it is having on us and that the Holy Spirit is deeply grieved. Take off your former way of life, your crumpled old self, that dark blot of a soul corrupted by deceitful desire and lust to take a fresh breath, that beautiful, and to let God renew your attitude and your spirit. Then you are ready to put on your new self, modeled after, after the very likeness of God, truthful, righteous, and holy. So put away your lies and speak the truth to one another because we're all part of one another. When you are angry, don't let it carry you into sin. Don't let the sun set with anger in your heart or give the devil room to work. So when we, when we tell lies, when we are not truth speakers, then we are not living as we're created to live. When we go to bed and we're angry and we let it simmer and brood, we're creating room for the enemy to, to be at work. If you've been stealing, stop. Stop stealing. Even the smallest little thing. We should be people of such integrity that, okay, this is like gonna be all nitpicky, but, it, but it's truthful. Stop stealing, stop taking the small things from your workplace thinking they're yours. They're not ours, they're theirs. They were bought by somebody. They were bought with the, with the money of the company. That's just the example that's coming to my head. If you've been stealing, stop. Or if you're stealing from your company with your time, if you're not giving them the time that they're paying you for, that's robbing from them. That's stealing. Stop. Thieves must go to work like everyone else and work honestly with their hands so that they can share with anyone who has a need. Because what a gift to be generous. Don't let even one rotten word seep out of your mouths. Oof. There's not one of us that that's not targeting. Trust me. Instead, offer only fresh words that build others up when they need it most. Billy was saying to me the other day, he said, babe, the times in my life that I've been most impacted by are the times 
when I have failed and the words to me have been full of grace. Instead, offer only fresh words that build others up when they need it most. That way your good words will communicate grace to those who hear them. It's time to stop bringing grief to God's Holy Spirit. You have been sealed with the Spirit, marked as his own, for the day of rescue. So, we need to stop grieving the Holy Spirit. I'm really asking him to highlight that in my life. To not let me miss even the smallest ways. My words or my actions or the attitudes of my heart. Or the things I let into my life would grieve him. Those are not always easy words to hear, but they are necessary words in the season we're living in. It's really easy to be unkind. Maybe. It's just not the season we're living in.